it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WrestleMania Week here at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. What's up, everyone? Welcome to show number two of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet WrestleMania Week. I am your host today, the King of Kayfabe, the modern day Maharaja, David Hockney. And today I am joined by a plethora of mid-card panelists where we're, we, 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 we will be discussing the WrestleMania undercard. Uh, yesterday, Stephen Lauch and his, uh, his merry bunch of people were talking about the women's matches. But today, we're going to be focusing on the Tag Team Championship matches, the United States Championship match, and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at this Sunday's WrestleMania. But before we go into all that, let's meet our panel. Up first, it has been heavily rumoured that this man has been, uh, will be Braun Strowman's mystery partner. It's the Fury of Fife, Nathan Fisher. Uh, welcome to the show. Are you, uh, are you excited for WrestleMania? Hi, Dave. How's it going? Six days left. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just... All right. Oh, I know it's getting uh, so close, next, but yeah, I'm uh, really looking forward to it. Show, actually. And he is now a surprise entry to this, uh, this uh, today's show. It's uh, Gary Hi guys, delighted to be back on. Last night I was accused of being grumpy and having a heel turn halfway through the show. <laughs> uh, so I'm uh, really well, delighted to be back. <laughs> hopefully we won't have that uh, have that today. And last but not least, uh, we have the Joey Jobber and the Sexton's King, Ross McLeod. Alright man. How you doing? I know, but last, last night he's woke me up and tonight I want to go to my bed, so I mean, I just can't win. Alright. <laughs> Well, uh, yesterday our focus was on the women's matches, but now let's uh, let's focus on the undercard and see what that has in store. Now, usually tag team and US title sort of mid-card matches, they tend to be um, highlights in the way that they can be sort of the best masterclass in technical wrestling, or they could just tell an amazing story of the, of the build-up, like a good WrestleMania match should. So... Why don't we um, kick things off with the Tag Team Championship matches? Let's start with the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship, which will be the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. 
initial thoughts on that. Ross, I'll start with you. Uh, I like how we started with starting up the feud again. We, we, we thought it was going to be Usos and New Day, maybe at Mania. Mm-hmm. And the Bludgeon Brothers, who really have only been beating up jobbers, came out and basically forced their way into the tag match. I like how we thought we were going one way and we've just went completely the other direction. It's a case of, plus the fact that you've got the story of the Usos trying to get their WrestleMania moment. I yeah. think this, this could be a show stealer if it kicks off. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Nathan, what are your thoughts on the sort of uh, tag team title picture on SmackDown? I can actually hear Ross at all. I can only just oh, see yourself, I, I David. I don't know if it's a problem okay. with my side or some sound there. Okay, my thoughts, but I think um, I would have been happy if it was Usos versus New Day in our continuation of the feud from 2017 going into earlier this year. Um, that being said, I do, th- I do rate Rowan and Harper as a tag team. Uh, so happy that they yeah. are involved as well. There's been talk about the TLC element as well. I don't know if you no, want to talk yeah. about it just now or later on. But certainly, uh, so I think it's, it could be one being a TLC match. I think it'd be quite good. I think it's, what, 17 years since the last one mm-hmm. at WrestleMania? Yeah, you took the words right. Almost famous one anyway. You took the words right in my mouth there. Yeah, there have been rumors floating around that this match would be a tables, ladders and chairs match. But there's still one SmackDown show left to happen before Mania itself. So... Could we see it happening? I hope so, because, and like Nathan said, you know, it's mm-hmm. been, uh, funnily enough, 17 years since WrestleMania 17, arguably one of the greatest uh, WrestleManias of all time, where that also featured the, the famous TLC2, won by Edge and Christian. Uh, I, to be honest, I'd be thrilled to see that with this sort of new generation of tag teams. Uh, Gary, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I I think Nathan's made a really good point there. I would have personally would quite like to have seen the Usos versus the New Day. This is the big blow off match. They've had a great I think they've had a great series. I would have loved to see they to finish it. And saying that, I loved the segment at Fastlane when the Bludgeon Brothers came out and left that destruction all around them. Um and I, I think Harper and Rowan are great and it's oh, great I, th- I think we've lost Nathan, sorry. Oh, Right, hold on. I, uh, we'll just uh, let's see if we can get back in. But uh, Gary, keep it going. Sorry, Gary. No, so I was just saying. I think Harper and Rowan are great, and it's fantastic to see them uh, getting this rehabilitation and getting a chance back. But personally, I would like to have seen the blow off segment of SmackDown the week after SmackDown following Mania and the Bludgeon Brothers to make their appearance and make their presence felt then, and then for that to kick off from then. Uh, Ross said um, that these guys will have a great match. I think they will. I think this would be a great match if I was looking at the or- the matches to put in the card. This could be a great match to start the show with and um, really kick kick off Mania at a, a real real pace. So yeah, really looking forward to seeing seeing what this one has to offer. Yeah, no. I- I know I remember you saying like we we're focusing primarily on the Usos New Day and they had some amazing few amazing matches sort of uh, last year's SummerSlam and then again at Hell in a Cell. Um, I don't think it, there's any doubt about that they should definitely be in this position like at WrestleMania. But then you've got Harper and Rowan who have kind of just been floundering for the last couple mm-hmm. of years. I think this sort of is really sort of their much needed resurgence and they're coming in as sort of outsiders into this feud. So like you said, like they've essentially just forced their way into the top spot. And I think they could capitalize on it big time if, you know, especially if it's a TLC match, you know, where there's expected uh, there's going to be carnage 
And, you know, with Usos New Day, when in the, they're in a match together, they never disappoint, as evident from their previous uh, few encounters last year. Uh, so just one last thing before we move on. Guys, who do you think is going to win their match? Uh, Ross? Well, sorry, something else just to add as well. Uh, the oh, yeah. Wyatt family and uh, the Usos had some cracking matches back in 2014 as well. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah they had, uh, that was Battleground 2014. It was a two out of three falls match. I think the Usos versus Harper and Rowan. Yeah, uh, I think they'd, was... they'd won at Money in the Bank as well, which was an absolute barn burner. So, yeah. I think, so, I think yeah. Bludgeon Brothers, though, to win it. You think the Bludgeon Brothers will win? Okay. Yeah. Um, Nathan, I see you've, uh, you've rejoined us. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I missed, <laughs> missed the whole yeah. debate there. Nah, uh, I don't know what happened there, but it's good to have you back. <laughs> I think um, I'd probably go with Bludgeon Brothers as well. I think the way. They've entered this feud quite an impactful way. I think they want to make them continue that and pick up a big win at Mania. Mm-hmm. And Gary? Uh, clean sweep. Bludgeon Brothers as well, I would say. Um, it would be interesting to see uh, you know, this uh, undestructible force have some, you know, somebody chasing after them. Uh, it'll be a uh-huh. nice, nice way to reset the tag division yeah. on SmackDown following Mania. No, I completely agree with you. I'm going to have to agree with all of you here. Uh, I think the Bludgeon Brothers are going to win, largely because SmackDown needs a top heel tag team. And, you know, the Bludgeon Brothers are essentially forcing their way to the top. Much, I think, you know, Harper and Rowan, you know, they're very talented guys. And I think it's their time to have uh, a meaningful championship reign and they can have a couple of face tag teams chase after them. Usos, you know, they've been kind of like, uh, tweeners a bit, you know, they're not full on heels. New Day are obviously the babyface team to end all babyface teams. But yeah, no, Bludgeon Brothers I think are the, the favourites going into it. So, uh, moving on now, uh, we'll move on to the Raw side of things, to the Raw Tag Team Championship match where we have The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro, against Braun Strowman and his mystery partner. Now that's sort of been sort of the, the main storyline angle going into it, is who is Braun Strowman's partner? But before I get to that, um, I think it's safe to say, you know, for the last year or so, Sheamus and Cesaro have been dominating the tag team division. Uh, they've really mm. clicked since they sort of formed as a tag team in late 2016. And, you know, they've basically just gone through everybody. They've gone through the Hardys. They've gone through uh, the Revival. They've gone through Balor Club. I mean, who else is there? Who else is there? Uh, there is no one. Oh, no, Ross, sorry. <laughs> You said that about how there's no one left. It kind of makes sense with the whole Braun thing, how it's going to take a monster amongst men to like, take on yeah, these guys. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of talk about, obviously, whether Braun will go out alone or get a tag team partner. A lot of chat about, will Braun going alone sort of devalue the titles? But I don't think it will because it's Braun Strowman. But mm-hmm. that being said... Angle's made it. Kurt Angle has made it clear that he must have a tag team partner. But um, I suppose the question: Who will that be? Uh, I don't know if we're talking about that just now. Personally, I think Elias is probably the most. What's the word? Uh, the most favourable, probably. The most likely candidate, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there have been a few names sort of floating around. You know, a few dirt sheets and Sports Illustrated have even had their say on who they think Strowman's partner is. Uh, Ross, do you have any? Thoughts on who it could be? Well, mine's is going back to a dirt sheet report from maybe October-wise, when the losing streak of Kurt Hawkins first came into effect. There <laughs> was, was big rumour mm. that it, it was going to be a sort of 
there was big rumours it was going to be a big win to like end the streak. I'd like it to get to maybe the day of mania, maybe right before bronze entrance. Kurt Hawkins has been eliminated first for the Battle Royal earlier the night, and he just goes, right, you're my partner, beats the hell out of Kurt Hawkins and just kind of sits him in the apron. I sort of <laughs> unwilling. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, that does sound a bit like uh, wishful fantasy booking, personally. Because I mean, uh, it's, no, no, I, I fully, I fully accept that. But you know, it, I have actually seen the name floating about on, yeah. on the as well. Okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, no. But, yeah, I, I understand it's fantasy booking, but I'd, I'd love it to maybe because <laughs> it would be funny just to have obviously Braun Strowman as the guy who's doing all the work. And maybe cut home yeah. growing with every win. <laughs> you, mean like, start, you mean like starting fresh, in a sense? Yeah, starting fresh as if he's gone, oh, well, the WrestleMania was the kickoff of my winning streak. I've not lost, you know, just build up mm. that, even though it's brought down all the work. Have him uh, get a pinfall. Uh, Gary, what do you make of all this? Do you know, I, I've got a pet peeve for this match. So, Braun has had a, an amazing year leading up to Mania. The Bar uh-huh. have had an amazing year leading up to Mania. And yet we have this storyline for these two, you know, these two acts uh, who have had great years, a storyline thrown together at the last minute. They both deserve yeah. something better. And the same thing happened to Braun last year in Mania. He'd been in fire leading up to it and then suddenly nothing and he ends up in the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a pet peeve that I think both of these teams deserve better programmes going into Mania than what they've got. And saying that, I'm sure they'll have a great, no doubt, they'll have a really good match. Uh-huh. I'll be interested to see what happens in Raw tonight. Will uh, will we find out who Braun's partner's going to be tonight or will we leave it being teased to see who it's going to be uh, on the day of Mania. Uh, if it's the latter, then it's got to be a surprise, hasn't it? It's got to be somebody that's not yeah. on the panel, somebody that's not on the roster. Otherwise, it might feel like a bit of a a bit of a disappointment. Uh, there's rumours that Elias is going to have this music concert type thing as part of Mania, which might rule him out. But if that doesn't come off, mm. then he seems the logical one if it's going to be somebody in the lot, uh, roster to do it. But mm. uh, yeah, who that surprise person might be, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of like what's the, the build up to this match is like, is it's the mystery of the missing partner. And, and to be honest, I'd rather they revealed it at WrestleMania rather than reveal it tonight on Raw. So. Um, I would much rather have seen Braun Strowman go against the bar on his own and win the tag team titles on his own because, you know, at least it gives him, you know, an even stronger position. He's been arguably the yeah. most over guy on the entire roster, both Raw and SmackDown. Why he's not in the Universal Championship picture is beyond me at this stage. He's been white hot for the last couple of years. Absolutely. And I don't, I think WWE are just are just being so hesitant with him because they'd much rather have Roman Reigns in there. Not to sort of single out Roman Reigns, but no, there's like... A couple of guys, you know, they, they, WWE want it to be a certain way, but Braun Strowman, the most organically natural, popular person on the roster, is being basically shelved. So, something else, sorry, I'd like to add about this. Something that annoys me about, you know, the bar ran through everybody. Yeah. I think they forgot about the revival. They forgot about them. And basically, everybody on Twitter just came out and went, well, hold on a minute, they've no beat the revival. This went on for about a month. They've no beat the revival. Yeah. And- Right, we've got to shut these idiots up, right? Just put put the revival in a match for them. We'll have them beat them in nine minutes. 
and then yeah. obviously yeah that, that was just on Raw as well wasn't it yeah, yeah. it wasn't even compared yeah just a Raw match yeah it's like the quickest match the bar I've ever had. <laughs> that match is generally you could see them coming on. You know this this match is going to go a good twenty minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I'll just wrap this segment up because we're going to move on to the uh, the next match. But just one final thought on the Raw tag title matches. Uh, who's going to win, and who do you think Strowman's partner is going to be, Ross? I'm going to go with my heart. Cut Hawkins and Cut Hawkins and Bronte win. Okay. Uh, Nathan? Going to go with Braun as well. And if he has a partner, I'm going to stick with Elias. And Gary? Braun and his partner will be a repackaged Bray Wyatt. <sighs> okay. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. No, all of these sound very plausible. But I agree with you all on the fact that I think Braun Strowman and his partner will win. But hear me out on this. I think his partner is going to be the big show. Oh. Yeah. Because... Because he has advertised for the big um, Saudi Arabia show, the greatest Royal Rumble ever. And he's also just been announced as the man who's going to induct Mark Henry into the Hall of Fame. So his presence will be around WrestleMania week. And what makes me think, you know, the last time the big show was in the ring, he was against Braun Strowman. And it was almost like a symbolic passing of the torch between big man and big man. You know, so Braun Strowman and Big Show, they have history. They're both big guys and they both have similar styles. I think it would be a compatible match. He always he always tends to be the guy that when their first choice or second choice pulls out, he always seems to be the mystery yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with I'm going with Big Show on this one as bronze partner. It's a good show. Yep. Okay, so we're coming up to the next uh, US title match. We're in the middle of WrestleMania week as part of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. This is show number two where we're discussing the undercard where our shows will be on Anchor and iTunes Podcast. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are also at Suplex Retweet. So be sure to give us a follow and message in anything you want us to discuss. And message your thoughts in on WrestleMania as well. Okay, gents. So up next is the US Championship match. And it's a happy Rusev day. Because what was originally, because what was originally a triple threat match featuring Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Jinder Mahal is now a fatal four-way where Rusev's been added. Now, I think... The best way to sort of sum this sort of dynamic up is like you've got four four guys, all different characters and all with different backgrounds. So you've got Randy Orton, the defending champion, the 15 plus year veteran of the business and who had just captured the United States Championship last month at Fastlane is now a Grand Slam champion. Then you've got Bobby Roode, the glorious one, fast, probably fastest rising star on SmackDown and the only NXT call up of the lot. So he could be a bit of a dark horse in this match. Um, Jinder, of course, shockingly won the WWE <laughs> Championship last year, and I still don't know why that was the case. People sort of dub him as a, a failed experiment. Um, yeah. But I argue that this should have been his first program since the Superstar Shakeup last year, rather than going into the main title yeah, picture. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah 100%. I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know where you guys uh, think about that. But um, and then finally, we've got everybody's favorite uh, Rusev, arguably the most over guy on SmackDown Live, hmm. will they capitalise on his popularity in this match with him now being added? Uh, Ross? I want to say yes, but I just can't see it. Yeah. I, I, I think I think it's either going to be gender or it's going to be the safe choice. It's going to be Randy Orton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same as me. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 there have been rumours floating around that Randy Orton is going to take some time off now. 
uh, like following WrestleMania. But I don't, I, these are again, these are just rumors sort of floating around. But you know, I think if uh, I think Randy Orton's sort of been very much a transitional champion the past year because obviously he won the WWE Championship last year from Bray Wyatt. He then loses to Bray Wyatt the next pay per view, and then he loses to Gender the next uh, the next pay per view. So it was, he he's not had much luck in. So he'd done the same with the tag titles not long before that. Him and Bray. Yeah, that's right. And then on the last SmackDown of the year, they lost them to American Alpha. They held the title for a grand total of three weeks. Mm-hmm. Two week, two weeks, I think it was actually. Jesus, well, you go even shorter. <laughs> I mean, Ra- yeah. Randy having some time off would probably be a good thing. He's been he's been present for a long time, hasn't he? He he, he uh-huh. looks. He looks bored when you watch him on SmackDown. Yes, uh, he, 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 you uh, know, he needs a he needs a break and then a nice comeback and a, you know, in time for SummerSlam perhaps uh, and freshen mm. things up a bit for him. Yeah, he's quite. It's his birthday at the weekend as well. It's his birthday at the weekend as well. He just Happy birthday, 38. Randy! Yes. <laughs> Happy birthday, Randy! Yeah. I was going to add this. Randy. I was going to add he's quite a frustrating figure, Randy, on because when he's good, he's really good. But he's had he had a terrible 2017, 2018. That's not really been much better, in my opinion. And yeah, I think uh-huh. time off probably best thing for him. Yeah, he's going a bit stale. Gary, what? Uh, Gary, what do you think? Uh, first to say, uh, thank goodness Rusev's been added to this match because this match was oh, doing yeah. very, this match was doing very little for me beforehand. Um, I agree with you uh, entirely, Dave, about your summary about gender. With just talks about Randy, Bobby Roode, I think is great. Great, I think he's better as a heel. Uh, I'm not. I'm, mm-hmm, I'm not. Yeah. Enjoy, I'm not enjoying this face face run he's on. I also think that Roode has, uh, has suffered a little bit from the curse of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Uh, we seen, <laughs> we, we seen this. We seen this when Shinsuke came onto the main roster. His first feud was with Dolph. You couldn't find somebody colder in the main roster than you could. So it'd be nice. I'd love to see Rud retain the title at this, um, but I, I fear what the live reaction, crowd reaction is going to be if there's anybody other than Rusev yeah. that, that comes oh, away God, with yeah. the victory in this match. Uh-huh. Now, you, Gary, you mentioned uh, you know the sort of whole NXT call-up hazing phase between NXT and the main roster. And there is one crucial factor that involves all of the recent NXT call-ups from the past few years, and that's Dolph Ziggler. Because think about it. Baron Corbin gets called up uh, 2016. First feud, Dolph Ziggler. Shinsuke Nakamura called up. First feud, Dolph Ziggler. Bobby Roode gets called up. Guess what? (laughs) First feud... Who is it? Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Go back to that as well. Yeah. Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Breeze, Yeah. One of them as well. Yeah. No, that's right. The four most recent NXT, the sort of four biggest NXT call-ups all feuded with Dolph Ziggler. And poor Dolph Ziggler's been reduced to the Andre the Giant Battle Royal following his, uh, his eight-week absence. But we'll get to that in a in a bit. But yeah, just to sort of round this bit off, gents, who do you think's gonna win the US title match? Who's who's gone first? Uh, Ross, you go first. <laughs> uh, I think they're they're not gonna admit they failed, so it's gonna be gender. Okay, Nathan. Yeah, I think gender as well. I completely agree with you, Dave. When it, this should have been, you should have been putting a US title program first before the world title. I think this could be WWE's way of like, apologising to him for 
not carrying through the match against Lesnar at Survivor Series. So yeah, I think Jinder will mm. go over. Yeah, I didn't think of that, the, the whole Survivor Series uh, debacle. Of but I don't... I don't. I think everybody would agree with me when they say they'd much rather have seen Lesnar versus AJ. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a great right choice. Uh, uh, Gary, who do you think is going to win? Uh, I'm going to go for Bobby Roode. Okay. Any reason? Yeah, uh, I think the guys make a good point about gender. Um, I was surprised that Roode dropped the title go, uh, going into Mania. I've seen him going in as the defending champion. I think of of the the characters that that are here, who's got the most to benefit out of being the US champion? I think Bobby Roode has the most the most to gain, and I can see the more upsides to him taking the run with the title. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why Bobby's my pick for this one. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to disagree with everybody here now. My head says gender because you know, again, it's sort of maybe the program he should have been in last year and I think he would make a really great heel champion yeah. but I have to go with my heart on this one and I cannot have everybody booing <laughs> the entire match because of Rusev Day so I'm going to go with Rusev on this one largely because I think if the crowd doesn't get that they're just going to feel completely deflated for quite a considerable part of the show so I think if they need something to really uplift them it's having their guy Rusev uh, win on the big stage with uh, and make it Rusev Mania. Yeah, win on Rusev Day as well. On Rusev Day, yeah. that would be huge. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're coming into our sort of last segment now, the Andrew the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, it's got a bit more sort of history behind it than compared to the um, the Women's Battle Royal, which has no name. Um, the um, the Andrew the Giant Battle Royal was introduced at WrestleMania 30 uh, to mark sort of 30 years of because uh, Hulk Hogan was the host that year and mm-hmm. one of his memorable feuds was with Andrew the Giant. So I think it only makes sense that they had uh, a battle royal named after him. They've got re- that really really cool looking trophy with the statue of Andre doing his big pose. Uh, Cesaro won the first one last eliminating Big Show in spectacular fashion, and I think everybody saw that as a way. That, that win was going to be like a huge boost for Cesaro. But it, unfortunately, it kind of flatlined a bit. And so, as it has done with all the the following year's winners. So, I think the sort of main question I want to uh, pose to you guys is, has the hype of the Andrew the Giant Battle Royal sort of declined over time? Because winning doesn't seem to do much for the winner. Uh, Ross, um, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you're right. I think the only one I think it's ever done anything for was Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. The ah. simple fact was it was his debut, so it's something to like hang his hat on because he didn't win like anything in NXT. So it was sort of just a, it was a, it's just a passing mention sort of thing for Baron Corbin. He's the only yeah. one that's really done anything for. I also introduced okay, uh, us to the the new new look Jinder Mahal last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, last year as well. I think everybody was expecting Braun Strowman to win it yeah. because mm-hmm. you know, again, Braun was a white hot character that year. You know, everybody thought he was going to have a big program going into WrestleMania. Uh, but when they found out he was going to be in the Battle Royal, we think, right, he's winning it because he's front and center featured all the posters. It ends up being won by, of all people, <laughs> Mojo Rawley. <laughs> with a little help from uh, the celebrity part of the night in NFL 
player Rob Gronkowski. He almost never made that through security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the security you know didn't get the memo that day. Do you know yeah, what sorry, on you go, Ross. Is the fact that, you know, as much as, much as I hate Jinder Mahal, back it made sense one. Sorry, say that again? Sorry, I'm saying looking back, it would have made sense for Jinder to win. It's just <laughs> because it was the lead up to his WWE title win. Yeah, then it would have been yeah. seen as like a real like stepping like uh, stepping stone yeah. to the title. See, if Jinder had won it, it would definitely have made more sense because then he would have had the program with the title. And you think, whoa, this guy's for real. Um, we're also overlooking like the guy who finished third as well, Killian Dane. Do you, do you think right, we yeah. see some? You think we'll get some NXT call-ups this year, much like we did with Baron Corbin a few years back? Do you think they could win it? I'm sure there will be some NXT people in it. There's nine folk announced for it thus far, so I'm sure there will be some NXT participants in it. There's clearly lots of folk from the main roster who haven't been announced for this yet that don't aren't booked in WrestleMania that will will end up in this yeah. match. But yes, undoubtedly there will be. Now I'd be surprised to see members of Sanity in the Battle Royal because I'm sure we'll see them appear on either Raw or SmackDown as an entity on the show immediately following Mania. Yeah. Well, you know, Gary, like you said, um, you know, you mentioned that only like about a handful of spots have been filled already. Um, And the rest of the spots tend to usually just go to undercard superstars or jobbers, those that don't have any sort of main programs. Uh, Do you think that the Andre the Giant Battle Royals largely mainly an excuse or any battle royals for that matter like the women's battle royal could fit into this uh this criteria as well do you think it's like the only way to get everybody on the main show 100 percent, yes i'm sure when it first was brought back it wasn't brought back for that or, or when it's created at wrestlemania 30 it wasn't brought back for that created for that reason i didn't think the the, the battle royal was happening this year until was it two weeks ago that a yeah. revival randomly declared they were entering <laughs> the battle uh, entering the battle royal so i didn't think this was actually going to happen at all this year i thought it potentially was being being scrapped in favor of the the women's battle royal in its place but yeah it, it's it's clearly it's a great it does get everybody on on the show and if only it was used um, to further a storyline or, or give somebody a, you know, a proper push. Earlier on, we were talking about, well, if Jinder uh, had won the Battle Royal, it would have then made what followed sense. You're almost implying mm-hmm. that there was some pre-thought into Jinder's title run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there had been any thought into that title run, then that would have happened. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, uh, Ross, Nathan, do you guys have any thoughts on that do you think it's just being used as an excuse to get everybody on the card or does it really do much for the people that win it now ross um yeah i think it is just because you look back in years gone by before we had kickoff shows before the live show went on just for the crowd they'd like a battle royal to warm them up yeah i I think it's just a case of of christ we've got too much time to fill a battle royal everybody in yeah, I'm the same. Uh, yeah, I think um, obviously it was on the main show on 30 because it was the, the first one and 32 because uh-huh. uh, Big Shaq was in it, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, but yeah, apart from 31 and last year, it was just the way to get everyone in the card. I think it'll be the same this year as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think uh, as it stands, I think it's most likely just going to be on the pre-show along with the women's match and possibly the, uh, the cruiserweight match as well. So it's three matches on a two-hour pre-show but that still leaves like 11 matches on the main card. But 
We're not talking about them today. We'll discuss them on Wednesday, where Suplex Retweet will be presenting its live show uh, from the studio, and you know that will uh, will carry on the discussion from there. Uh, so, just one last final thought, gents. Um, who do you think the most likely winners? Like, you can mention a couple of names here if you want. Who do you think's most likely to win the Andrew the Giant Memorial Battle Royal this year, or who needs it the most? Ross. Well, I think maybe a repackage Bray. Mm-hmm. He could be a shoot. Okay. Or I've heard rumours that if it's on the main show, it'll be Goldberg. Wait, really? Yeah, I heard them mm, as that well. Was, that, was a, that was a rumour floating about. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, Nathan, any uh, any thoughts on that? I was looking at the list of names of they entered themselves into it, and although it's quite a... Uh, a low list just now, one name stood out, and that was Ty Dillinger. I think he's got nothing happening just now, feud-wise. He's been with the company for a long time. I think this could be a way of just giving him a wee uh, bit in the spotlight. Okay. Gary? Uh, interesting shout from the guys. I heard the Goldberg rumour as well. Um, two, I've got two, two potentials in this list. If he... If he comes back, he appears in WrestleMania, it might be his last one. So it would be the second time this guy would win it. I wonder if the Big Show might be a winner of it. Mm. Um, but the, one of the participants that's in the in, in the match that I think could really benefit from it would be, and the fans in the arena would love it, would be Woken Matt Hardy. Oh, mm. yeah. Okay. Um, all very interesting names. I have to agree with Gary on this. I think Woken Matt would need it the most because obviously he started to launch the broken universe following his final deletion match with Bray Wyatt. I think, you know, and Jeff's been spotted backstage as well, or brother Nero, as we'd like to know him. Um, Yeah. I would really like to see them sort of launch the broken universe post mania. And I think with a big win in the Andrew, the giant battle Royal, I think Matt Hardy would benefit from it the most. If Goldberg does show up, you know, he is the headliner for the hall of fame this year. I wouldn't be surprised if he came in and just absolutely destroyed everybody. I mean, it would certainly make it uh, a worthwhile watch. But then again, would you put Goldberg on the pre-show if that's going to be the case? No. I guess it, I guess it depends if it is on the pre-show or not. Yeah. You know, it's... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, a whole, it's still too early to tell about who's going to win. So it's kind of a mishmash. But, yeah, I agree with all you guys' thoughts. I think we've got uh, quite a diverse sort of uh, span of opinions here. Uh, but anyway, that's going to wrap up for our views here on the Undercard. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed uh, today's show. We will be uh, continuing our Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet WrestleMania week all week, right up until Sunday, where we'll be watching WrestleMania live. Stay tuned tomorrow as well, where we'll be discussing Daniel Bryan's comeback to the ring. Uh, so we'll be discussing his, uh, his previous run, his retirement stint as GM, and his, medical, his recent medical clearance, and what the future holds for the yes man but for now that's going to do it uh for here on eat sleep suplex retweet i've been your host david hockney big thank you to my panel nathan ross and gary thank you thank you all right so uh be sure to follow us on itunes podcasts and anchor for more content like this and we'll see you tomorrow for the next show thank you and good night sports social podcast network with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.